Oprah Winfrey said, I have a lot of things to prove to myself. One is that I can live my life fearlessly. And here's the thing. This is what I hold true for myself. And this is what I want for all of you. Whether you struggled with relationships, confidence, motherhood, or anything in between, know that being fearless and trusting your inner being will get you through it all. Now, I'm not an expert at life, but I am a black, millennial, married, poly, angel mom, so I have a lot to say about it. And I know it'll help someone, which is why I started this podcast. Oh, where are my manners? Hi. I'm Tatiana, and this is Here's the Thing. Hello, you guys, and welcome to another episode of Here's the Thing. I'm your host, Tatiana, and um, today's episode is going to be about appreciation in your relationship because um it's a constant thing that me and my husband deal with now um not feeling appreciated feeling underappreciated how to communicate that with your partner it's it's a lot um so here are a couple um things that we have personally been dealing with and then here is what we have been working on to try to uh, bridge that gap okay so um i am a very high strung woman that wants a lot of things that can get a lot of things on my own um and i've just always been that way because of a lot of circumstances from being little things like that i i was in charge of my siblings. I am the oldest daughter. I'm the oldest child, period. I'm the oldest grandchild on both sides of my family. I mean, like the list goes on, right? So when I was born, um, responsibility was like on me, whether I wanted it to be or not. And whether my family actually meant to do that or not, it just kind of was what it was, right? So that kind of bled into my relationships where I would consistently be the person that um, was like could handle my own all the time and I needed a person that could handle his own um, and kind of like match that energy of mine and then I fell in love with a person that definitely can handle his own however um he is okay with letting me take the lead which was a really like kind of refreshing exciting kind of thing for me um because he never felt less of a man he always showed me that he wasn't less of a man that he was still like he still created boundaries made sure he wasn't disrespected in any way or whatever just because and it showed me that submission can be done on both ends Um, you can submit as a wife for certain things, um, and allow your husband to take the lead for certain things, but then you can also submit as a husband for certain things and allow your wife to take the lead for certain things. And it's such a beautiful kind of dance that happens in relationships. Um, so we always, you know, would pride ourselves in being kind of like the opposite couple because, um, I do a lot of like you know, the, the working, the finances, the this, that, and the third. And while he works and stuff, 
he does a lot of the house things and the cooking and stuff like that because I just don't enjoy cooking. And I never really enjoyed cleaning until recently. Now I'm just like all about cleaning crap. <laughs> but um, that's how it's been for a long time. And in in all of that that we've been doing, we've had a hard time communicating what our love language like love languages were and how to show the proper appreciation to each other for the things that we feel like we need to be appreciated for um and i know this isn't new like a lot of couples and and all kinds of different relationships have this issue um where especially in romantic relationships where you just don't know you one you don't feel appreciated and two you you don't understand how your partner could not feel appreciated or partners could not feel appreciated because you're just like I'm doing the things right like I I, this is me showing appreciation and I want to tell you that the reason why you're not feeling appreciated or you're feeling as though the appreciation you're giving is not being um, accepted is because you guys are not appreciating each other in the language, in the way that the other person needs to receive it, okay? It sounds complicated. It can feel complicated, but it does really just boil down to this simple thing. If you are a person that in order to feel appreciated, you need your partner to say amazing things to you. Great job. I'm so proud of you. You make me smile every single day. What you do just lights up my world. I'm so happy that you're here and you're able to assist me with this. And that makes you feel motivated to just keep going because, you know, that is what you need. Please do not expect your that your partner is going to need the same thing. So if you turn around and you tell your partner, oh, you're so great. Oh my God, you've been doing everything that I needed you to do. You, 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 you complete me, you fix all these things. And you're just, you, you, you know, if you say all of the great things, right? You're, you're thinking, these are the things that I would love to hear. So I'm going to do it first so that they can see that that's what I need. Please do not mistake that as being the right way to do this. Because for all you know, your partner does not even hear those things. Those things bounces off your partner like, like, I don't know, water on the duck's back. It just kind of rolls away. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not how they receive love. That's not how they receive appreciation. Don't expect what you want for you to feel appreciated to be the exact same thing they want. They're a whole different person with whole different environment, whole different background that they grew up in. Like you just don't know who they are. You need to ask the questions. So that specific scenario is the same thing that happened to me and my husband. He needs to hear all this appreciative words. And finally, only just two, three years ago, um, he expressed that to me. And I looked at him like he had 10 heads because I was like, huh? Because to me, if you tell me great things like you did great, blah, 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 I'm going to be like, okay, thanks. Cool. Bye. 
that to me means nothing. Like to me, that's so, I, so I know I'm doing great. I know I did a good thing. Like, duh. To me, in order to feel appreciated, I need to see some kind of action. I need you to, you know, if I do something real, really great for the family or whatever it is, right? Or like, I don't cook. So if I happen to just like make lasagna for the evening or something like that, because that's like the one dish that I do make, um, I need like flowers the next morning and a card, right? Or I need like a little mini at-home facial or something. Like you have to do something or maybe, um, the bill that like I was working on paying for, you worked a little extra for the last like week and you paid it for me so that money can actually go towards something I wanna do. That to me is you appreciated me. That feels like love to me. Those things just like light me up. Um, And those are the things that I was doing for him And it was just bouncing off of him. He was just like, oh, cool. Thanks, babe. Thanks for doing that. But it didn't mean anything to him because he needs the words. So I learned about this kind of communication from the five love languages. Um, I believe it's by Gary Chapman. Do not uh, hold me to that. I'm going to see if I can look that up real quick. Yep, by Gary Chapman. The five love languages, uh, if you don't have that book, get it, do the test. You can do the test online as well Um, because love languages are definitely something that people do not consider when they jump into any kind of relationship. Just because you um, may have similar interests on food or music or whatever doesn't mean that you have similar interests on everything. And the way you communicate with a person and the way you, you, I call it effective, effectively communicate, which means you're not just focused on what you're saying to them, but you are very much focused on how that person is receiving what you're saying. And if you can alter how you're saying something so that way they can understand it well, and then how they do the same for you, um, that's like effective communication. And that transpires over across like all the different things it transpires across sex across business across finances across children and parenting across all those different things it's one thing to talk to your partner and say what you need which i think is very important it's another thing to be able to hear what they need understand it interpret it well And when you say what you need, for them to understand it, interpret it the way you actually mean it. Though that's like a deeper level of understanding. And when you are able to get into those deep levels of understanding, that is when healthy, long-term relationships can flourish. Okay? Um... And I would like to say, this is a lifelong battle. I don't even like to say battle. Battle makes it seem like it's like a big war or something like that. This is a lifelong commitment. When you get married, you decide to be with somebody, you're committing not just to physically be present in that person's life, right? You're committing to be 
present in that person's space, in that person's energy, in that person's being. So you're willing to commit to the person they are right now and understanding them and being able to effectively communicate between each other. And then when they change who they are in five, six, seven years or in 10 years, and you definitely will have changed in five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years, you're committing to saying before I break this off, I want to make sure I really got to know who this new person is within you and if we are still compatible. And to do that, you have to still be willing to effectively learn and communicate with a new person every decade. Every decade. We have, I've now been married for five years and uh, this September will be 11 years together. And I can tell you that the person we were at 19 and 20 is totally different than the people we were at 25 and 26 when we decided to get married. Um, And we had to do a lot of deep soul searching to make sure like we were willing to move forward. And then now uh, hitting our, our, our 30s, we're totally different people and we had to reevaluate how we communicate with each other what our boundaries are if we can still understand each other effectively i mean it's a it's a thing that i am prepared to do every 5 to 10 years with this kid and i know he's prepared to do the same thing with me and as long as we make that effort and we try, that's that's what a real like commitment means. And it's not just because we're in the same space. So yeah, that is the best advice that I can give you guys is to really focus in on who your partners are what their being exudes do the five love languages test to understand each other um, and work on work on understanding how each other does like to give love and how each other likes to receive the love Um, because you might be surprised might genuinely be surprised as to how much love that person actually has for you when you are actually able to see and hear and really take in who they are and how they were giving it to you you know what I mean um but yeah if you have any questions um make sure that you send us a comment send us an email all the information will be in the show notes um And if this was helpful for you or for anybody, please make sure to share it with them. Please leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to. Love, love, love to hear your thoughts on what I have to say. Um, And until next time, bye.